0: I had no idea when I was making this in Temecula that I would be here in Texas singing about it. I got to go, it's gonna make me cry, but it's like I got to sing at the 75th anniversary of AA in Akron, Ohio at the gatehouse where Bill and Bob met. And I got to be up, you should have said, I was a mess, man. I was crying like every song because I couldn't believe that I was here. I couldn't believe that this actually happened. And that was 10 years into sobriety. There's no magic wand here, but there is magic. And I just love that about recovery. Well, hello,
1: friends of Bill W. and other friends. You have landed on Sober Speak my name is john m i am an alcoholic and we are glad you are all here especially newcomers newcomers that is both to recovery as a whole and newcomers to this podcast sober speak is a podcast about recovery centered around the 12 steps of alcoholics anonymous take what you want and leave the rest at the curb for the trash man to pick up. Greetings from Studio AA, deep in the heart of Texas. That was the voice of our friend, Mary Lynn B. On this here episode number 321 that you heard at the beginning of this here episode, and you are going to hear so much more from Mary Lynn and un momento, but first things first, this here episode is brought to you by Kate, David, Marie, Michelle, and Adrian. What, you may ask, did Kate? And David and Marie and Michelle and Adrian do to deserve such a mention? Well, they went to our little humble website, www.soberspeak.com. They clicked on the little yellow donate tab and they made a contribution. So thank you so much, Kate, David, Marie, Michelle, and Adrian. This here episode is going right out to... Ewan's. So what are you guys up to? What are you doing right now? Are you working out? You on a plane? You walking around the neighborhood? Are you uh, uh, cleaning the house? I get that one a lot. Let me know what you're doing when you're right in. John, J-O-H-N, at silverspeak.com. I always like to know how, where, and when people are consuming the content. We would love to hear from you. And wherever you are, whatever you're doing, I am ecstatic that you have joined in. Now, keep in mind, we here at the Sober Speed Podcast are not here to gin up any of your political beliefs or religious beliefs or get everybody all lathered up into some sort of tizzy no, that doesn't mean lathered up and do it. I've got that wrong. But you know what I mean. We don't want to get y'all wrapped around the axle. We're here so you can relax, right? You can tap the brakes. You can try to live in the now. You can, oh, Here's what we're help. Here's a couple things. Number one, we're here to help you with the primary purpose. If you are on the alcoholic side of things, I know that there are plenty of people who do not, who are not alcoholic, that listen to this. But if you're an alcoholic, we're here to help you clean house, trust God, and work with others. You know that'll work for anybody, whether you're an alcoholic or not, right? So we're here to to help you in that endeavor, and we want you to. Like I said, just kind of tap the brakes and get in touch with yourself and and try to be the kind of individual that you need to be today and try to get in touch with the god of your understanding. That's what we're here for and we're so glad you have joined us. All right. I John M., and Justin of the Bozo on the Bus, and I will be the chairperson for this meeting between meetings, and I am truly honored and privileged to serve all of you listening in so you could take a seat around this virtual table, and we will get started. Remember, no matter who you are, what your past looks like, you're welcome here. You are. It's an open, it's an open table, and we're glad that you have joined us all right so if you're not following us on la facebook or la instagram we would love to have you there facebook is uh you go to your facebook application you search up sober speak secret group and we will get you on in that uh group uh you can join us the the bar is very low you just have to ask (laughs) Uh, and if you are not following us on Instagram, it's at Soberspeak, all one word. And you get to see all of, um, uh, Cassandra's, uh, oh most incredible post like i said a couple weeks ago we just passed she just passed 1000 posting there there she does an absolute fantastic job of uh, uh keeping up with all the speakers and uh it's just it's just a, a bunch of great stuff in there so you want to go to at sober speak all one word and uh follow us there all right now on to the featured guest of the week. Oh, you're going to love this one. This is Mary Lynn B. And the name of this here episode is entitled Behind the Recovery Music. So we're swerving slightly off the beaten path here with a, eh, a unique-ish type of episode. Uh, Mary Lynn B. Uh, is a, a friend of mine and uh she does she is a great member of our group here in the Frisco area she does a lot of good work for with her with with all of the other uh, women that she works for and She rec- she was recorded a lot of great music and uh, I, always fantastic to see her at amusing a- at a meeting and so you may be asking yourself why are we calling that behind the recovery music well Mary Lynn got sober in 1999 in Temecula, California, and she was inspired to write 12 songs about, guess what? The 12 Steps of Alcoholics Anonymous. This is kind of like a sober slash recovery version of the VH1 series back in the day. I don't even know if they have this anymore. It was called Behind the Music. And we actually referenced that show uh, during the recording today. So we're going to feature three songs on the episode. But if you want to access all 12 of the songs, I will put a link to the Spotify uh, to the Spotify, wait, wait, yeah, you just all, all 12 of the songs that you can access in the Spotify link that I'm putting here in the show notes. If you don't know what that is and what that means, and you just, you still want to access that, uh, all 12 of the songs, just email me, John, J-O-H-N at SoberSpeak.com. And today we are going to make this entire episode a Mary Lynn B extravaganza such as none ever before and what i mean by that is uh, we're going to have no listener feedback on the end of this quite honestly i'm i just don't have time this week but we're going to include mary lynn's two songs during the episode and then we're going to end it with another song Uh, with a third song by mary lynn it's about step one of alcoholics anonymous and it's called what happened to me and so that's how we'll wrap up the episode today ladies and gentlemen without further ado, I present to you the one and only Miss Mary Lynn B. And we will be back next week, hopefully, with another episode. I always take this one week at a time. Keep coming back. It works if you work it. May God bless you and keep you until then. Enjoy the episode. Okay, everybody. So today. We are sitting here and she's already kind of dancing and juking over there. I can see she's uh she's a laughy, happy, dancy, jukey kind of person. Yes. Yeah. And that's a compliment. So anyway, we are sitting here with Mary Lynn B. So Mary Lynn, I'm going to ask you to go ahead, introduce yourself, give your sobriety date if you wish, and tell people where you live, please. In this, I mean, you know, not the physical address, (laughs) but what part of the United States are you in? All
0: right. Well, my name is Mary Lynn B. and um, I'm an alcoholic. Uh, I've been sober since October 18th, 99. So, I have a birthday coming up. Yeah. And um, yeah, I got, um, and then we live in Frisco, Texas.
1: Yeah, we live very close to each other, don't we? Yes,
0: yeah, very close. Uh,
1: so, um, we've been trying to get this uh, kind of scheduled for a while. I, there was, I had scheduling issues, you had scheduling issues, and then, but um, I, uh, it, it, it just kind of came to me regarding your music. Okay. And I don't know what exactly we're going to call this thing. We're going to go kind of on a, we're going to have an organic conversation. I don't know where we're going to end <laughs> up. Um, but. Um, I wanted to talk about the music that you produced many years ago and kind of do a behind the music with Mary Lynn type yeah, thing. So, love it. all right. So you said you got sober in 1999. Was that in California? Is that yes.
0: Right? Uh huh. Okay. So I got sober the second time because um, the first time I got sober was in LA. And um, so I had five years of sobriety. And then um, I went out. Um, I got married. I had kids. I thought I'd live this suburban life. It was LA that was making me drink so much, right? And I'm going to move out to the country and live at the end of the cul-de-sac and have all the goodies. And um, yeah, so found out that I even drank more in the suburbs than I did in the city. (laughs) So uh, Mm. I decided to go back to AA. And um, so that was in Temecula, California. And so I lived in that little small town. Uh, Mike and I lived there for about 20... I don't know, 24 years, probably. Temecula. Yeah, yeah.
1: And you mentioned Mike there. He's probably going to listen to this to see if his name is being mentioned. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we we'll go ahead and mention him.
0: You bet. Is, Mike
1: B. <laughs> yes. He's a great guy. Uh, great. Absolutely respect him so much. Uh, uh, he, he's just a really good guy. So y'all, y'all have been married for how many years? We
0: are going to be celebrating 30 years. Wow. Yeah. And
1: yeah. you were... You've been sober. So how long was it into that marriage before you got sober?
0: So, it, well, I was sober first. Yeah. But so I was about nine years, into nine, the marriage. 10 years. Right. Um, well, I was nine, 10 years sober before he got sober. So, gotcha. yeah. So I think we were married for about six or seven. Okay. I don't know. I don't know how all the math works. But, I understand. Yeah. A while. But
1: yeah. then he ended up getting sober after you'd been in for quite some time. And yes. I um, bet that was an interesting uh, yes. stretch of life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know. I should write some new songs about that. <laughs> Living with the newcomer. Here we go. Okay.
1: <laughs> oh, And y'all can't see Mary Lynn, but she's doing her her guitar strokes there as uh, she's uh, singing that song. All right. So this, the, this music... Um, came okay wh- wh- first of all when did you have the idea about the music uh, how did that start and how did it come about
0: yeah, that's so this is like really fun because I don't really get to talk about this a lot. And um, I think it's something that's really important, um, especially in, um, in new sobriety, right? Because like I spent a lot of time sitting on a bar stool talking about things that I was going to do, right? Like, oh, I could do oh, I could blah, 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 yeah. right? But I never really did anything. Right. And so when I got sober and I switched over from not wanting to be involved in the program to wow this is the best thing that ever happened and I started getting that energy and started feeling good and mm-hmm. then it was like ooh well, what's my purpose right. and you know what's my passion and all these crazy ideas that came and I was like I love to play guitar I love to write songs like that was that was part of me that I did before but I hadn't done it in a long time because drinking had taken that all away and so so, um, you know, a couple months into sobriety, I got the guitar back out again, and um, I thought about some of my. Uh, reasons why I stopped playing guitar, and I really hadn't developed the craft of songwriting. And so I decided that I was going to go back and really study the craft of songwriting, because I would, in LA, I spent a lot of time singing either other people's songs, or I had a lot of gigs doing cover band stuff, or they were... um the sad songs, right? Like, my life is horrible, right? Like, nobody wants to go to a bar and listen to some girl up there singing about how horrible her life is, right? So I thought, okay, I really need to look into this a little bit more. And so I went to, I went back to LA. LA is about a two-hour drive from Mm -hmm. Temecula. Mm -hmm. And I took some music theory classes. I also got involved in NSAI, which is Nashville Songwriting Association. International. And I just really threw myself into learning. I, I, I did it the same way that I did the program. You know, like I really concentrated on, okay, let some other people teach you something. Don't think that you know all the answers to everything. Try to learn something new. And um and that's what I did. I, I did it and I started writing songs and then I got a hold of an old producer, um, that I had in LA. Not that he's old, but we had worked together before. His name is Ed Tree and, um, And so I started going to Ed and playing him these demos. And he's like, wow, you've really improved. This is great. You know, like, you sing a lot about recovery. And I was like, yeah, well, that's what I'm doing right now. I'm getting sober. And he's like, well, you should do a recovery CD. And I was like... No, no, I'm gonna be country. Like, no, I'm not doing recovery music, right? And I don't know if you remember, like Gilligan's Island, yep. right? And so there's this one episode where Gilligan's like he's got his hands all crossed and he's like, "I'm not gonna do that. I'm not. I'm not dressing up like that. I'm not dressing up like that." And then he ends up dressed <laughs> up like that <laughs> in the next scene. And that's kind of how it was with the music. You know, it's like, oh, "I'm not doing recovery music. I'm not doing it." And I went, "Oh." I should probably do recovery music you yeah. know and it just kind of came natural and honestly i know this sounds silly but it came out of a dream i woke up and i felt like my higher power was saying hey you're going to do a cd and each song is going to be inspired by the 12 steps of recovery and I said, "No, I'm not." And he said, "Oh, yes, you are." <laughs> and so that's what happened. And um, and it was really a long process. It was it it was probably two years of really hard work to get the songs, and then to get it produced and get the CD and all of that other stuff that comes with it, because. I didn't know how to, I knew nothing. I was a suburban mom, you know, my kids were tiny. And like I said, we lived in the cul-de-sac and this was something that I was doing on the side and I probably wanted to quit every time that I finished a song. Wow. Yeah.
1: So is recovery music kind of like a a genre? Uh, Like, uh, can you look that up on the internet? I've never really tried. Do you know?
0: I don't really know. And um, so when this CD first came out, I think the first one was 2002. Mm -hmm. So it's been a while. Yeah. And. and people would sing about recovery. You would hear like little taglines and stuff on country music. And you know, you would get it, but there wasn't that I knew of at that time really recovery music. And today so many people sing about recovery. I, it's not classified under that genre. I don't think, but you can definitely pick out the songs.
1: Well, so uh, what I want to do now, if you're okay with it, mm-hmm. is go ahead and play one of those songs. Okay. Uh, if I remember right, uh, you had a song called In the Rooms, mm-hmm. right? In, so, these rooms. I, in These Rooms. In These Rooms, excuse me. Mm-hmm. So I want you to go ahead and play In These Rooms. Uh, let's let the listeners listen to it. I want to listen to it as well. And then we'll have a little discussion about it afterwards, Okay. Is a cool song that is a cool song so you have all the little buzzwords in there like I mean you know it it is a it's an AA song I mean for sure
2: yeah
1: uh, all the little things about what you're learning and letting go and and then the one I like is step by step and day by day which is
0: I, I, I you know I mean that's really cool that's all-
2: yeah, yeah, that yeah. is
0: really nice. It was, it was really fun when that song came out. So that song is number 10 on the CD. So my initial uh, thought or inspiration was that each song would represent that step. Mm-hmm. So you would have a little nugget, right? So um, that's step 10, right? So that's take personal inventory, right? Mm. Admit when we were wrong. So I'm like, okay, well, how how do you put that into a song, right? Like, how do you, what what's the hook, yeah. right? And it's like, oh, well, that's going to meetings, right? Like, so like, that's where all of the change kind of happens, you know, but you're going to these meetings and it's where I learned everything. And so I thought, hmm, well, in these rooms is a great way to keep up with daily inventory. Yeah. So that was the hook for it. And so I thought of this place, it was, um, it was called the Margarita House. <laughs> and it was because it was on Margarita Street. That's yep. where it was. And so when I was writing the song, I seriously just kind of went into this like little trance and um, thought about my feelings when I went to that that was my home group. Right. So that's what it was. It was just, you know, on the corner. Right. And that's where you have coffee. And that's you come in. And I just kind of that song actually came out pretty fast. It wasn't one that I really had to work on. And, um, and I was just so grateful for it, because it It did just come out naturally like that. And then I changed up the chorus. The first two lines in the chorus are different each time because I'm always learning something new, right? So, and then that kind of played into it. And then that was really where I was trying to take my uh, new passion for the craft of songwriting to really make it different, Mm -hmm. you know, and... Apply some of these w- rules or whatever you want to call into making a song, right? And so.
1: Yeah. So, and, and I want to go ahead and make sure that to make mention of this because I know people are going to be listening to this right now. Going, well, what if I want to, you know, access that? And you and you're talking about CDs. Mm-hmm. However, oh
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah, as we're recording this, and we're in 2023, so like I, I know I access it. Like h- how how do people access this music?
0: Yeah, so it's on all of the social media. So it's on iTunes or Spotify or YouTube, and it would be under my name, which is Mary Lynn B.
1: Mary Lynn B, and then mm-hmm. will it be a, uh, like, it's like I listen to it on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Uh, and is it under, like, is there a title for it? or just The, Ma- the
0: CD, well, the album or whatever, it's called 12 Songs, 12, spelled out.
1: 12 Songs? Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Uh, uh, because I noticed when I, w- I went to look for it, and uh, by the way, there's Mary Lynn, let's give them the right spelling oh, of your okay. name.
0: M A R Y. L y n,
1: no second n,
0: no second n, right, yeah.
1: and then the b as the last initial, right? Correct, right. So, and by the way, where did where did that come from? Your your middle name it doesn't have the extra n on there. Is it I just know. Do, I, were you knows? too poor to afford it?
0: <laughs> there's a whole story about. that. So we just kept it simple. It's Mary Lynn.
1: Okay, so Mary.
0: Well, actually, the short version is is that when I would when I would write it out. One N was just easier than two. So we just. Ah,
1: okay. <laughs> you know, and the reason I, I want to point that out is because I know when I looked it up on Spotify, there's a lot of people named Mary Lynn, L-Y-N-N. Right. And this differentiates you and then, right. you in know, the 12 songs. And I just want to make sure people find it well, if they're, you. if they're looking thank for you. it. Thank you.
0: Yeah, that's well, great.
1: Okay. So that is really cool. Yeah. Uh, there's another song that I that you that you have mm-hmm. uh, which is absolutely one of my favorites yeah uh, and I think it's number 12 is it reach? reach am I correct yes. okay yeah. and okay so let's give a little background on that before you go into it this time okay. but so reach is <clears throat> number 12 12 correct okay yeah so now i'm getting the 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 swing of things so this is supposed to yeah (laughs) yeah. this is supposed to relate to step 12 i guess carrying the message practicing the principles and doing all those things Mm -hmm. and so where did the idea from this one Mm -hmm. come about
0: yeah so this one was really fun too all of them are very fun um but some were more difficult than others reach came out of a very organic place um, in as far as I had no idea when I... Okay, so I used to... Drop my kids off my kids were young when I first got sober so I dropped them off at school and then I'd go and get my car washed right and why the car was getting washed there would be these rows of greeting cards that you could read and um, so I would go in and I would read the encouragement cards because they're kind of like affirmations yeah. right and so like, I came in and I'd be like sad or whatever and like bored or I would read these encouragement cards, and I would pretend that I would give myself one of these cards, right? And after you read a couple of cards, you start feeling good again, because they're affirmation cards, right? Well, there was this one card that I really liked a lot. And so I decided I'm going to buy it. And I filled it out to myself. (laughs) I wrote it and I signed it and I said, good luck or whatever I said. And then I addressed it to myself and I mailed it to myself, right? And so then when it came the next day, I was like, wow, I got a card. This is kind of fun, right? And so I took it and I put it up in the bathroom and it was just kind of like a reminder of this experience that I had. And on that card, it said reach, blah, 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 try, blah, 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 different words, believe. And they were kind of like these little affirmation words, right? And so I had subconsciously been seeing this every day and every time I was in the bathroom. And so when I went to sit down and play um, the guitar and I was thinking about this, I got this little, cool little um, groove that I got on the guitar and I was like, hmm, I was like, reach, yeah, 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 try. And I started just saying these words that subconsciously I had been seeing throughout the months of doing this, and then that's how the chorus came. The chorus all came through this card that I had gotten. At the car wash. At the car wash (laughs) that did. And I love that story because it came from God, because there's no way that I personally could have orchestrated all of that, right? I didn't know at the time that I was going to be mailing it to myself, or at the time knew that I was going to be writing a song about it, and then not even to write a song, but have it be one of my major songs on the on the CD that people like the most and feel inspired by, right? <sighs> so it's those chain of events that I have no explanation for that remind me that God is alive. God wants this music and that God wants us to inspire each other through hope. And just, you don't know. You don't you don't know what's going to happen. Right. You just keep showing up and doing the next syndicated thing.
1: Yeah, and who knew we were going to be each other? I mean, you guys are in California and you right. moved here. And now we're talking about your... CD by yeah. the way, do you still actually have the physical CDs? I do. <laughs> do. Do people do you do people like do you give them out? Do people listen? I do. To it?
0: I do. Um, well, it's so hard now because people don't have CD players, players. in their car. Um, but at conventions they can, yeah. and they've been um, given out to um, different people. Uh, if they're speakers, people will ask if I will donate um, CDs or whatever. And this is a funny story. So how this even got all brought up again, because the music had kind of been put away, right? Like it was very hot when I first came out, right? First five years of recovery. And then my girls started getting busy. They're extreme, like very talented athletes. And so I put away music mom and became sports mom right cheerleader mom which was fantastic no regrets at all but the music kind of went away and then it comes back and blah 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 well when i moved out here to texas nobody knew me right Mm -hmm. i wasn't going around saying hey i play guitar you Mm -hmm. know it was just like kind of weird so i was telling my new sponsor when i was here about the CD and what I did back in Temecula and everything. She's like, oh, my gosh. Well, she ends up going to this woman's retreat, right? And um, they get to the end of it on Sunday, and the lady says, hey, um, I always like to close my re." my um, retreats with a song. And so if you guys don't mind, we're just going to listen to the song and we're going to, you know, be quiet and blah, blah, blah. And it's by an artist by the name of Mary Lynn B. (laughs) And my sponsor says, she's like, <laughs> I had just told her that story, so she's flying. You know, she's called my phone's blowing up. You know, and she's like, and I'm like, well, who's this lady? I don't even know who who it is, right? And I was just thrilled that someone was still listening to the music and still getting a message of hope through it. And it was just blew my mind. So then that kind of like it does in AA, right? Like it just kind of popcorned and then people were like, oh, well, will you do a fundraiser or, oh, will you come and play that song? And so it just, this breath of new energy just came into the the music and it just got, ignited and i was just so happy because now i have the time to do it right you know and so again
1: yeah it was
0: all organic
1: ricky sees the guy who came up to me and told me something about you having some sort of chops where music was concerned and then you were actually able you were kind enough to come to our uh, silver speak live event that we had i think last year or something like that and play there you and Tony, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Tony. Yeah. And then there was somebody else who was supposed to show up, but they didn't. But uh, some some ne'er-do-well. I can't even remember <laughs> who that
0: was. We won't throw him underneath. Yeah, yeah. Us. We won't say his name. <laughs> but yeah, you, were, you have always been such a huge supporter of this music. Yeah. And Ricky, yeah, Ricky found out, and he was so happy because Ricky plays guitar. Yeah. And then it was like... Oh, this is great because it's so fun to be with other people and to write songs and to play. And because I think that that's really spirit driven. I, it is definitely a gift from God. So when we can come in and there's so much like weird energy when you first get sober and like a lot of my guitar playing and, and singing really stirred up a lot of, uh, hard memories because i didn't know how to play the guitar sober Mm -hmm, right (laughs) how do you do that (laughs) you know and so that was there's a whole like um energy shift that kind of happens in that that you can play the guitar sober and you can perform sober
1: you know what i've been thinking about while you're talking about this and that is this is almost like the vh1 behind the music in reverse like uh, on uh, on VH1, you know, it's the rock bands. You know, they 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 get real popular, then they get all strung out, and right. they never know. You know, they all split up and all that stuff, and you know, but they're they're, they're playing all that stuff beforehand. You know, you're like, well, I was drunk. I couldn't do what I wanted to do, and now I'm sober, and now I'm learning how to play guitars. So. Yeah,
0: amazing. Yeah. Like, who would have ever thumped that? Right. That was not part of my idea of how it was going to go down, really? which, again, it that just makes me feel that that's what my higher power really wanted me to do. And I got to go to some amazing places cool. and play sober, that I would have never gone to.
1: Yeah, so you know? let me just go ahead and put this plug in. You're you're not asking, but I will while, while we're talking about it. If you're out there listening to this and you organize conferences or something like that, and you're interested, are you? Would you be okay with this? Oh yeah, yeah okay. Uh, interested in having Mary Lynn B uh, uh, come by and you know play some of this music uh, live for your conference. Uh, just get in touch with me. Okay. Uh, John J O H N at Soberspeak.com and you know I'll I'll get you in touch with Mary Lynn. All right. So let's go back to the song mm-hmm. Reach. Okay. Uh, um and play play this one as well. Okay. So this is the the card in the car wash story. Uh I- <laughs> is how this came about so uh, go ahead and play that one
2: to my bread, Want something to happen soon. This old man said, excuse me, does this belong to you? He tossed me a shiny gold coin, the red to thine own self, the truth, that he told me to reach fills my soul I remember that little old man in the park and I rubbed that coin of gold I can
1: Is that a market difference from uh, in these rooms? Right. Yes. So that kind of begs the question: What are you country? Are you neutral? Are you what? What are? What, what do you consider yourself? Right.
0: I know it is. Uh. And that was part of the fun of doing this CD too, because I was in um, a songwriting group in um, uh, in Orange County, and so. Having it be a theme uh, CD, it, I didn't want every song to be the same. So I really paid attention to the song format. Like, was it verse, chorus, verse, or was it, you know, verse, verse, whatever, and listening. And then do we have happy song you know, slow song, you know, like I wanted it to have a kind of a feel to it. So some of the songs are very country and very, you know, storytelling, like 90 days, you know, 90 meetings, 90 days is a very country, kind of upbeat song. Then in these rooms is, you know, country a little bit slower. Um, Progress, not perfection is, um, kind of this like wah, wah, kind of a, a disco-y kind of, I don't know, kind of fun <laughs> thing yeah. that kind of came out and then reaches more like rocky yeah. and uh, classic rock. And then, um, you know, into the silence, which I did not write. That was, my producer, Ed Tree, and um, that is just piano. So there's no words in that at all. Because again, we're thinking about the step, right? So and what
1: step was into it, the silence?
0: Um, that step 11. Oh, okay. So God, prayer sorry. and meditation. Yeah. And I just really felt like, it's not me to have anything right there. Just go wherever you want to go and do it. And it's a beautiful, and it's all on piano. And Ed did an amazing job with that. And um, so I really put a lot of thought into the songs, the style, the words, to really take you on a musical journey, whereas if you would listen to a speaker tape, they're about 45 minutes, right? Mm -hmm. And the the CD is about 45 minutes. So it can really take you through a musical way of hearing the steps in a different way that makes it kind of fun and still gets into your subconscious.
1: Yeah, I had this vision of when... Uh, when I was listening to that song about you being at a, conference and them going through the 12 steps and every time they went through a step you would get up and say you know the first step okay here's the first step right yeah. and then because it kind of gets you into a group like yesterday I was driving around as you know we're having beautiful weather right now Yeah. I was driving around listening to that song just kind of bebopping much like I would to Tom Petty or something like that it was just right. kind of uh, uh it wasn't you know it was just like something like, like get up and go you yes. know like reach you know right. like go and, and
0: that's what we're supposed to do With our newcomers, we're supposed to inspire one another Mm -hmm. like you can do this, you can get sober, you know, you, uh, you know, just come with us. It's okay, like, and find your passion. And it's a we program um so that song that song was really fun it's very fun to play too because we do at that little break uh we used to do clapping or you can put your hands in the air and kind of get everybody involved in it and yeah, you know yeah, yeah. be a part of it
1: yeah yeah yeah. well i was kind of like you used to say i i was bebopping over here while i'm listening <laughs> right. to it you know i'm like i forgot you were here i'm just <laughs> good <laughs> yeah <laughs> perfect
0: that's perfect
1: all right um Okay, so that you know, and okay, there's so what I what I want to do here now is kind of start to uh, wind us down. What I'm going to do at the end is I'm going to play another song of yours. Uh, what is that song I told you I wanted to play?
0: What happened to me?
1: What happened to me? Okay, mm-hmm. so I want to kind of start to wind it down, and we're gonna. I, I want you to kind of summarize uh, um, what this music. Has meant to you what you feel it's meant to others. Um, how? What? what um, you just kind of give your summary on on this music and kind of a thumbnail sketch of it. And if there's anybody listening out there. Uh, that is maybe trying to still get sober, how they could use that to get sober themselves. So mm. just talk about the music a little yeah. bit. Uh, and we'll read something. And then I want you to explain about what happened to me. And then we'll do listener feedback. And then I'll play this on the end. Okay. okay?
0: Oh, I love this. This is so much fun. So... um I think what really uh, with this music did for me is that again, I spent a lot of time talking about things that I wanted to do, but I never really did them. And so then that set up that self-pity, like, yeah. oh, I'm a failure, blah blah blah. But the real you know answer is I really didn't take the action. I, I would I would quit. Right. Like I'm a quitter. Right. Like, so if something became hard, I would just quit. Right. So if I couldn't write the song perfectly the first time, then I would quit. You know, and it's like, no, in recovery, you just keep coming back. It's messy. Yeah, it's messy. And it's a progress. And you don't quit. You know, you just keep coming back, and you just don't drink no matter what.
1: Even though you don't see the progress sometimes, right? Exactly,
0: yes. And it was so, like, this, to me, was like a spiritual experience in so many different ways. But I had an idea in my head, and I actually, with God's help in the program— Was able to complete it. Like I, I can hold it. It's real. I I actually did this, and there were a lot of failures along the way. There was a lot of setbacks. You know, I also got like uh, I wanted to be self-supporting through my own contribution, so I didn't want to take from the family. So I got little side hustle jobs to pay for my production and stuff like that. Like I really was into this. You know, (laughs) like this became my life. You know. And I would go to meetings and I'd think, oh my God, like, how are, how are you gonna write a song about step four? Right? Like, what are you right. gonna do? <laughs> write the columns? Okay, <laughs> take out a pen and you make a column. You know, something, what, what the heck? So I'd go to these meetings yeah. and I, I'd sit down with a little notebook next to me. And I'd be waiting to hear somebody say something, you know, like some kind of hook or something, you know? And this old timer goes, hey! What are you doing over there? And I'm like, what? And he goes, there's nothing original here in AA. And I was like, ooh, nothing original. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I'm, like, I'm like, oh, my God. I was just obsessed with trying to find the hook, right? <laughs> and so for step four, it was I won't do that, mm. right? I'll do anything. Everybody makes all these excuses why they can't, you know, do the four steps. So that's what that yeah. song is all about. It's really funny. So And that's a funny song, which... I think yeah. it's kind of funny because whatever. So um, I just wanted to emphasize that when we get sober, we get passion back in our lives. Mm-hmm. We get things, goals that we want to do. And just because it, you know, you might not pass the first time you take a real estate test. It might not happen you know, but you take it again, if you really want to. And that's just part of the process. And I always thought that everything came easy to everyone. I thought, Oh, well, they just got a music producer, and they got this. And, you know, no, I didn't get a music contract. I wasn't a publisher. Nobody got me in Nashville. I wasn't nobody gave me money. But that didn't stop me from doing what I wanted to do.
1: You hustled, I
0: hustled. Right. And I didn't, I never did that before. Mm. I hustle for drinking and drugs (laughs) to actually do something productive. What? Mm. And all of this new experiences just kind of came out through that. And since music's been such a huge part of my life, I think it's really my first form of escape because I would just put the headphones on and, you know, listen to all the words and stuff uh, when I was younger and um, just get lost in the music. And so to do something like this was just, um, it's just such a blessing. And, And a lot of times I can't even believe that I did it, you know, like I can't, I had no idea when I was making this in Temecula, you know, that. I would be here in Texas singing about it. You know, I got to go, it's going to make me cry, but it's like I got to sing at um, the 75th anniversary of AA in Akron, Ohio, at the gatehouse where Bill and Bob met, you know, and I got to be up. You should have said I was a mess, man. I was crying like every song because I couldn't believe that I was here. I couldn't believe that this actually happened, you know? And that was that was 10 years into sobriety, you know? So there's no magic wand here, right? But there is magic. And I just love that about recovery.
1: Okay, so, I, hold on, I'm taking a couple notes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just I'm going to like that. Well, I like yeah, that? Though. Yeah, 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 <laughs> Thank you, God.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is what I, this is what I want to do from here. So, usually I would just uh read uh something from the big book, page 164 from the big book and then do the listener feedback, but I want listeners to know that I'm still going to read that, uh, but right after listener feedback, I'm going to pay. I'm going to 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 end up the episode. We're going to play one more song from Mary Lynn, and that one's called "What Happened to Me." So, what what song is that? Which which that's number, number one. Okay, so oh, so number one. So that's step one. What is "What Happened to Me" about?
0: Yeah, well, it's just about uh, getting sober. You know, it it talks about that um, incomprehensible demoralization. When you finally get to the spot where I did, you know, and it was like looking at myself going, what happened to you? You know, looking in the mirror and like, this is it? Like, this is your life? Like, you had all these other ideas, but... Nothing happened, right? And then in the second verse, you know, I I reach out and I ask for help, you know, and I'm telling the person that I'm asking help for, you know, what happened to me? Like, what happened? And then I started, and then the bridge takes you to going to meetings and, you know, getting healthy. And then you talk about recovery, and it's like, what happened to me? Right. Like I'm a whole new person. Like I, I have a whole new set of principles and spiritual beliefs now that I never had before. I didn't even know I wanted them. <laughs> you know, like what? You know, I just I had no idea all of this was coming. And um and it's all glory to God in the in the program, you know. It's definitely that.
1: All right, God bless you. So once again, I'm going to play that after the listener feedback. Um, I'm going to wrap it up here with page 164 from the big book. It says, Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to Him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find, like Mary Lynn. And join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely meet some of us, like me and Mary Lynn and Mike, as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you until then. Thanks for coming by, Mary Lynn. Thank I so really much. appreciate it.
0: Thank you. It great. <laughs>